Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Here you are. BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. kitchen i'm cooking and mixing and fixing the sauces and i'll call you back running around in the city i run in i like it i'm busy so i'll call you back flipping the switches and bitches come witness the joy and the feelings and i'll call you back never the life of the party but i'll get it started it's business and i'll call you back it's business it's business it's been this, it's been this, and I'll call you back. It's been this, it's been this. It's been this, it's been this, and I'll call you back, 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 That's my mood for 2024. Standing on business. Standing on business. I'll call you back. You're not about to stress me, nigga. I know that's Praise right. the Lord, nigga. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and a happy new year to each and every one of you. Happy fiscal new year, everybody. <laughs> you know, my dude, I can't say fiscal. He's been saying physical my whole life. <laughs> and it would just, we just be like, okay, yes. Like, even when, when he was still pastoring and we have a church business meeting, he'd be like, it's a new physical year. We'd be like, mm, mm, that's all That's right. like my mom. My mom can't say conscience. <laughs> what can She says conscience. <laughs> Y'all remember? Every time, even, even when I was young, I'd be like, ah, it drives me crazy. <laughs> now, you know who else? Now, y'all know y'all love my Barbara Jones Jones story. We do. We Barbara love Barbara Jones, Jones Jones. Barbara Jones Jones couldn't say specific. She said Pacific. I mean hard P. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'll be like as in the ocean. Do you know whose um, lessons I love on Instagram? Oh, Waldo Geraldo Faldo. Faldo. <laughs> I follow I, him at your recommendation. He's yes. really a joy. He's really love, a joy. He's like, black people, <laughs> say it with me. He needs it's me. not Pacific. It's literally specific. Literally the content <laughs> that we need. Literally. We should get him on the show. I would live for that. I'm going to attempt that. I'm going to work make on that. that happen. I love that. Praise did the Lord, he follow niggas. you back when you followed him? I think he did. I think <laughs> I he did. I, I think he it. did. <laughs> I just love that and I love him. I hope everyone's doing well. Yes. We are still safe and have what we need in 2024. Always. Oh, and we're grateful. Um, thank y'all for for kicking it with us throughout the break and all yes. of your well wishes. 
Mm. Um, for many things, for my birthday, for the holidays, it was yes. an awesome time. Yes. Uh, and it's good to be back. It is good to be back. How are you doing, sister? I'm good. I'm having a a, a slow start Easing to this fiscal in. new year. You know, what I'm saying because I. I don't. The new year don't don't really start for me until the spring solstice. Mm. You know, that's when it really because that's when things come alive. We're still in a hibernation period. That's true. So, you know, you're still supposed to be resting. You ain't supposed Very to be true. zooming into the next thing. Like no zooming. Just you know, just chill. Ease. So I tried to, I tried to bring my new year in um, really easily. Uh, you know, I was like, I want the house to be clean. But I'm not going to stress myself. I'm not going to stress myself about it. If every fucking dust, like, I was like, you know, before it's like, we got to take every book off the shelf. We got to dust every corner. We got to get to every, 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 every. And it's like, your ancestors, God, spirit, great, grand creator is not getting ready to curse you for the rest of your days because you didn't get every fucking dust bunny out of the house. I said, if, if don't nobody know that I'm doing the best I can the Lord does okay Hello. and I'm I'm not I'm not going to press myself or stress myself out no. about these things no. um I would much rather spend my time as I did coming into the new year really sort of trying to be grounded <laughs> feeling my feet on the floor being present reflecting sitting in gratitude and honestly praying and um, talking to God about sort of, you know, like, all right, here we are in 2024. What would you have me do? Uh, what's next? Um, I really want to be sort of connected and, mm -hmm. and led in a way because I feel like the best years that I had are the years that I have surrendered and just said, all right, Lord, you drive it. <laughs> I got a shotgun. <laughs> you you know just let called? me know. Faith. <laughs> Period. Hello. And so, so, um, yeah, I'm, I am still on, I, I'm back to work, but as I've shared with you, sis, uh, I'm trying to tell my, my body, my mind that even that I'm back to work. I mean, it's having a hard time pulling old girl out of break mode. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, we still on break. <laughs> still, still That's on why break. Don't have no pre-show this week. You have a pre-show. Still on break. <laughs> you have a pre-show. Yes. We're easy. Like we anal. are tipping, tip, tip, tipping on hardwood floors into the 2024. Okay. I'm so glad you said hardwood floors. I thought you were about to say that fucking Nicki Minaj shit that keeps. Oh, high heels. I my tippies. Tippies. Looking like Mr. Tumnus, like that video you posted of oh, April Oh, we have got to keep April in prayer. I appreciate her because she does not take anything seriously. No, and she was a good sport about it. Okay. She was a good sport. But why the fuck are you, if they hurt that bad. Take them off. Take them off. Don't wear them. Take like, them or off. Like wear them bitches when you know you're going door to fucking door. Smart I'm talking bring door, flats. car, door. Home. Period. I just, That's I it. just, you know, it was a good laugh. We, if we got to poke fun at ourselves, but I know that that teeter tottered, huh? That thing was just really something for me. No, to it looked. It, they were leaning. They were leaning. I mean, so the feet hard. were literally like. It was like her shoes were bow leg. Literally, and it was crazy. <laughs> 
I said, not her feet. They look like seesaws. They didn't. They weren't even flat. Like, why are your your your, your toes is not supposed to be? Your feet are not, not supposed to be bold like that. They're swaying like bookmen. It's like, like you walking on boomerangs. What's going on? Help me understand. God is not oh, in there. Oh, I can't. And I He's I didn't realize that, you know, I've been I have not been privy to like what's been going on for a little while because I've been honed in mm-hmm. on Palestine, mm-hmm. uh Gaza, um, and what's going on over there. But you know, I said get you it's okay for you to allow yourself a few minutes to, you know, see what else is happening. It doesn't mean that this is any less important. For sure. Um and so I, that's where I was like, oh, she's not with Tay Diggs anymore. I just realized that. You know, the girls are moving forward in uh, in uh, 2024. They are. And, and I love it for us all. I can't even, I can't, I, you know, Tay Diggs is, 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 a, is a smidge unhinged. So I. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you there. You know who he reminds me of? Oh, Lord. Who? Don't come for me, girlies. Oh, no. He's like the male version of uh, Tia. <laughs> High heels or my tippies. <laughs> you see it, though, right? You see it? I just hope it. that Tia is well. I really I, do. I think Tia is okay. I think I she's think okay. I think she is. I think what we are, what we have witnessed was Tia. Tia was in a relationship from very early in her life, from very, very. She also grew up in the public eye in a very particular way. Grew up in the public eye, you know, naturally cheesy by nature. Like, and that's not a that's not a diss. Like some niggas are cheesy. That's what we need. Cheesy niggas on this earth. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely do to balance out the saucy niggas. Like you need it. So. You know, a little cheesy naturally, that's okay. And then I think once she got divorced, she discovered a part of herself that, you know, she has she's she has not been present yes. for some time and she's, yes. you know, enjoying life a lot. It very much gives self discovery, which I think is uh a, a very special and important time in a in a young woman's life. Yeah. Right. But we talk about all the time how if you're not careful, you know, you'll mess around, be in your 30s, almost 40 and only know yourself through the lens of your relationship with other people. Exactly. Uh, And so sometimes you got to figure out, you know, you got to spend some time with yourself, figure out what you like, what you don't like, who you are. Um, And all of that is 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 all the more challenging to do when you are, when you have other responsibilities like marriage and parenthood career and and, uh, adding the layer of sort of being the public eye, your whole entire Mm -hmm. full life. Mm -hmm. Um, And listen, mama works. So she, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, So I give her a little grace and that's why I just say, I hope that she's okay. Mm-hmm, I hope mm-hmm. that she's okay, um, <laughs> and I want her to be okay. I, I, I'm yes. rooting for Tia. I'm rooting for yes. Tia. Now that other one, she can be left to her own devices. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> I'm gonna leave that right where it is. Yes, indeed. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> how were you? How was how huh. how was how was the break? How was the thing? The break. The br- I appreciated the break. Uh, just any time to sort of slow down and sort of sit with self and and you know reflect on sort of where I am, what I want, where I'm headed. Mm-hmm. Always mm-hmm. appreciated. I will say that professionally, the last uh, couple months of the year at my job is grueling. It's a marathon yeah. mm-hmm. um, with travel and other obligations and responsibilities. And so it was a hard stop for me, which is the first time I've ever really allowed myself to you know, really go on break. Like, you know, we went on on a trip and it was the first mm-hmm. time I ever went on break. Yes. I left my laptop in the United States. Dang! Uh, which was Take a little... A little uh, <laughs> it was a little anxiety-inducing at first. But then after a while, it was just like, man, and the foundation is closed and so am I, period. Uh, Remember that episode of Abbott Elementary where Cheryl Lee Roth was like, uh, vacation, Barbara, is different than yeah. Barbara. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Dr. Kia. Period. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, so, no, I had a I had a wonderful birthday. I had a wonderful birthday trip. Uh, we need to probably do, I don't know, we should talk a little bit about our, our Virgin yeah. Voyages experience. It was wonderful. I had a good time. Oh, we um, had such a good time. It was so much fun. Uh, you know, the holidays... Come and do what they do, mm-hmm. okay? Um, y'all know that uh, for those of us who are walking through grief and loss, there are all kinds of triggers and differences associated with the holidays. And I think mm-hmm. what I what I continue to learn on my grief journey is that it's a journey, right? And so uh, things compound. Mm-hmm. And they shift and take shape, but they don't ever really sort of close or go away. Um, and so, like, uh, this particular holiday season, I sat a lot with how grief and loss has affected the family dynamics. Um, and sort of sitting mm-hmm. with myself and who I am at this age and thinking about what that has meant and what that continues to mean for the ways that mm-hmm. I relate to my mm-hmm. family members and how we relate to each other and just what, what it feels like when we're together. So there was a lot of processing in that, a lot of heaviness, a lot of hard, hardness mm-hmm. about that. So I was excited to return to my own home and space and sort of reconnect with self and process all of that. It was like going on the birthday trip was like a really high, high. And then, you know, the holidays were not so, so fun so Mm -hmm. you know coming back and headed into the new year I was just very grateful to just sort of sit in a place of acknowledging my authentic feelings and Mm -hmm. what I needed um and then just sort of like you know accept and and move forward um you know as best I can so um I I'm I feel like I'm proud of myself for um continuing to take steps and do difficult things and um sort of be okay with the reality 
mm-hmm. um, and try not to sort of think and process and plan as much. There was mm-hmm. a lot of sort of going with the flow. This break uh, that felt that felt good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, I, I want I hope to bring more of that into twenty twenty four. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, and the vacation was a good start to that. Like yeah. it was a good. It was a good just ease into the ease. Yes. Um, even with the holidays being difficult, which mm-hmm. we recognize is can be so, you know, can be exacerbated by loss. And like you said, navigating family dynamics. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that in the honesty box, actually. Mm-hmm. But we we had us a good time. The food was good. Oh, um, I like the cruise experience as like a container for vacation it wasn't as it wasn't bad it was not bad it was not bad i was you know a little nervous (laughs) Mm -hmm. i too because it was my first cruise it was it was nice as a container because it was nice to be able to like go to your room go to sleep if you wanted to you know we had plenty of food options it was nice to get off the boat when you know when by the time it would be time to get off, it was a yeah. good time to get off. I I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I there must was say. Uh, lots of activities if that's what you wanted to do, but if you mm-hmm. didn't want to do anything, there was plenty of time and space to do that. Yep. And more than anything, I really appreciated uh, the sort of stillness. Yeah. Uh, and just sort of you know sitting and listening mm-hmm. to the water mm-hmm. uh it was some of the best mm. sleep i've ever had in my life yeah i've ne- when we would all gather Phew. niggas would everybody nobody could stay up and do anything once they got in that bed that water rocks you you'd be sleeping oh. 10 minutes it's the best anytime any like and you know for those of us who have struggles or you know sometimes need assistance in sort of falling asleep and staying mm-hmm. asleep it was no melatonin or magnesium needed no, no. Uh, it was literally like you know if you, the the water gently and thankfully i didn't have any sort of motion sickness issues or nausea mm. Um, I had a smidge at the beginning. Just a little touch, but the water sort of gently rocks you to sleep. And then mm-hmm. if you crack your door and hear the waves uh, as you're being rocked. Yeah. Let me tell you I'm something. I'm talking sleeping in heavenly peace. You hear me? Yeah, my yeah. <laughs> Sang me a lullaby every <laughs> night. Put me to sleep Ooh, every it was something. It night. was something. It was truly something. It was truly the best something. naps. It was be- and it wasn't like those raggedy ass waterbeds. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it was a gentle rocking. Yes. Oh god. And it what was, a good it, it was, was a good wonderful. time. It, it was, was so wonderful. good. Like I'm going on another cruise just off the strength of the sleep we are. that I got. <laughs> Looking forward to it. We have planned it. it. We have planned it. It's and already I was on the book. Thoroughly books. impressed with the food. Thoroughly, thoroughly impressed with the food, with the amenities. Like the boat yes. itself was very modern, clean, yes. contemporary. You yes, know. and it was like culturally relevant. It didn't feel Mm-mm. too kitschy or corny. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
It was good. It was They good. had really good bars with good yes. bartenders on the boat. Like yes. they had different feels. Yes. And it felt like 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 the space that it was supposed to be. You know, the food tasted what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It didn't taste like resort food. It tasted like what they said it was. I just yeah, I had I had a great time. It I did um I do want to honor my my dear friend Fumi. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned while we were on vacation that he passed away. He had been battling cancer mm. for a while. So I I, I want to give some honor to him because Absolutely. that was a hard hit for us as a community. And I love me some Fumi, man. I, and mm. it was it was actually being on the water while dealing with a loss um, is helpful mm-hmm. um, because it just... You, there's something about just going outside and being able to just pray and talk to spirit mm-hmm. and and have the great ocean that is so humbling mm-hmm. um just be present while mm-hmm. you're while you're dealing with that and so yeah i just want to honor fool me i want to honor Absolutely. him because he's such a a rock in the jazz community and in mm-hmm. the black community and in the new york community and He's just a lovely spirit. He has the grandest laugh that you've ever heard in your life. I love that. Um, and that's what he's remembered for. And I love that that's what he's being remembered for is just the beautiful spirit and the great spirit that he was. So we absolutely honor his life. And yes. And prayers of comfort and strength to his loved ones, to all of you all who are uh, celebrating his life. And mourning the loss of his life for sure. We will honor and dedicate this episode. Yes, this episode is dedicated to Fumi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, make sure you all check out the Patreon where you get all of the visuals for yes. this episode and all the episodes. We generally do a pre-show. We don't have one this week, but you will have one next week. For sure. Um, as we ease back into this new year. And we'll take a little break and Key and I are going to come back and talk about stuff. Just, just all of up. the happenings. We're going to get yeah. caught up to speed a little bit. We know that we've been away and so much has happened, really. So truly. much has happened. So. so let's just talk about it and then we'll move on to other things. All right. Yes. Are you all like me where you're in this place right now, right, where it's the top of the year. So you're still kind of in like post-holiday fuzzy brain, but then also you're trying to get your life together at the same time, which includes saving money and in all the ways that you can, especially after the money that you spent on the holiday season. How can you do that? Well, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Now, I don't know if you're like me, But I will subscribe to something and completely forget about it. And next thing I know, I've paid $60 annually three times because I keep forgetting to cancel the subscriptions. But with Rocket Money, I can see all my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. And I never have to get on the phone with customer service. Ugh. A blessing. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. I'm not hearing anything bad here. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users, okay? So you can be sure that they work. That's a lot of people. And has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. That's a lot of money. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash grown. That's rocketmoney.com slash grown. One more time for the people in the back. Rocketmoney.com slash grown. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance. Jewelry. Luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. So the kitchen table this week is just a little catch up skis, like we said. We're just going to talk about some of the things that have been happening in the world and in the popular culture and, you know, keep it light. And then we have some amazing guests scheduled already Already. uh, that are going to start rolling in soon. And so you guys will get lots of good episodes of Substance. But this week... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're just going to talk about shit. <sighs> um, before we get into some of the things we said we were going to talk about, okay. I would like to ask you, sister. Mm-hmm. Did you see that Vivica Fox clip? Which one? Where they asked her about Taraji. Taraji. So I I saw that there was a clip and I think I was driving or on the phone. I didn't actually watch it, but the still of it, with her in that fur coat and that synthetic wig. Oh, sister. Oh, so what did sister. she say? Oh, I'll I'll play it for you. Oh, boy. I'll play it for oh, all of you. Boy, boy, boy. Because Dustin Ross put me on to this, uh, of course. All right. Now, mind you, I want to set the scene. Okay. Vivica Fox is leaving um some a building. Um and there she's she's signing autographs. So she's standing okay. there signing autographs while somebody is asking her questions. Okay. Now I would like to know who is surrounding Vivica Fox to She has fans. Um It's not <laughs> even about I, I do believe she things. has fans. But I remember mm. when Tristan and I went to Atlanta last year. Okay. And uh, we went to go see Young Jeezy, like I told you. Okay, for his yes, birthday. I remember that. Vivica Fox was staying in the same hotel we were staying. Oh, nice. So you know when you're leaving a hotel, you got the sliding doors leaving the lobby, and then you got the little in between, and then the sliding doors that go outside. Mm-hmm. So who's on the phone in between the sliding doors? Vivica but A. Fox. Vivica A. Fox. <laughs> and I was like. Is that Vivica Fox? Okay. Okay. And I just kept going on about my business. Now, I'm going to play you this clip. I want to know, do you feel like um, now is the perfect time to have the conversation that Taraji kind of continued over Monique? You know, you're an actress. You've been out there. Is this the perfect time to kind of talk about that in the right platform? You know, darling, to each his own. Do you know what I mean? I'm very happy, very blessed. And... uh, 
to each his own. I didn't have that experience, so, you know, but to uh, get your piece out is important. I totally understand that. And uh, I love my girls for looking out for each other. But uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. But I'm good. Are you, Vuka? <laughs> nasty you? fucking work is what you just did. Are you? That's good? nasty work, Vivica. You sitting up here undermining all the shit these black women in Hollywood are speaking up about, and you know why they're doing it. And regardless on whether or not you got the salary you asked for for the last Tubi film you did, like, I'm glad you got that. But you know what you were doing when you said that. It's given, that was nasty It's given work all lives well. matter. I'm going to tell you why. Uh, because, like you said, it, it is a woman in her position. I say that loosely um you know just as a black woman like you understand sort of you know not to like you know like we talk about an illuminating intersectionality like we are negotiating mm-hmm. a multiple marginality mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and so that means the odds are stacked against us for not one reason but at minimum two Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. and, and not not even considering any other marginalized identity that you may hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I, I think what disappoints me is that sort of even if it is not impacting you directly, exactly. Uh, you know, two things can be true at one time. You can be grateful for who you are, where your what your life is, what you, what you have experienced, and. You know, that you've not experienced certain hardships while acknowledging and validating that those hardships Hmm. are a thing for another person. Hmm. Hmm. Um, It's like, you know, I don't know. It it doesn't sit well with me. Mm -mm. It's very much like if somebody told you that they had cancer, you'd be like, well, I understand that that's your experience, but that ain't never happened to me. Like what? That does not that does not help anybody. It doesn't make anybody feel better. Yeah, I don't care for that. I don't I don't care for that. I don't care. The for tone that. was very much like I love what my sisters are doing, but uh I don't care uh, for that. Good. I like, don't care for that. Why you didn't have that. to you knew exactly what you were doing and you knew exactly the way in which you said that and how that came across. And I mean, honestly, if we want I'm not going to do it, but if we were to pull up to Raji's IMDb hmm. and look at it juxtaposed against a one Miss Vivica Fox's IMDb. Hmm. It's like, okay. All hmm. right. Because I ain't never seen Vivica in the likes of... Now, Grin, we haven't talked about this. But I haven't seen Vivica in the likes of the remake of The Color Purple. You know what I'm saying? Or and see, just, I would have or, never invalidated or the your kind role of work like can play the that hid, game hidden figures. I watched that other film on Netflix uh, where she played uh, the activist, the black woman activist that was based in Charlotte. That uh, had to, mm-hmm. I, I can't think of the name of the movie right now, but you know, Taraji be out here working. She does, and I'm glad that she started keeping her mouth shut too. But she does. She be out here working. She be out here working and minding her business for the most part. She I just feel like she could she have hasn't. handled that differently. <laughs> even if even if Taraji's experience was not her experience. You it, know. You didn't have to do it that. It seemed you very dismissive. It seemed very dismissive and 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 like, you know, you trivializing what Taraji is saying or calling out as a larger systemic issue. It's very condescending. You saying, very "Oh, well, I, I don't know anything about that." <laughs> 
Like, okay, girl. Okay. Nasty work, Vivica. That's nasty work, what you did. And see, that's why I couldn't remember the name of that show, and I keep calling four bitches on a computer. Because of nasty work like that, you deserve it. I don't know what that thing is called. I don't Fox remember. Soul. But I just remember. But, I remember when we remember the Vivica Fox of Independence Day. Remember when she had that? When she was on Patty Labelle's sitcom back. I'm dating. My oh friend. yes. Uh, See, but you, you know. were thriving then. You were thriving. And now you were in Love Jones. You know who can play that game? But now what's happening? Now nasty work is what's happening. That's what I'm saying. You know, real shade throws itself. And I met Vivica Fox back. Um, when I used to work for the deputy for that raggedy ass nigga Terrence Fontaine. And I remember when Richard Roundtree, one day they're going to tell us randomly at work, Richard Roundtree and Vivica Fox are coming. Okay. What what a combination. But Richard Roundtree, Richard Roundtree and Vivica Fox showed up to the city hall and Vivica Fox had braids and you know I'll just say that I saw all her evil in her thoughts oh. when she had those braids. And I don't feel bad about saying it because of the nasty work that you just did. Man, you feel like having fun after your day is done. <laughs> what is it hard? <laughs> remember Faye LaBelle used to sing that? Uh, remember, I, rem- I miss sitcoms that used to have theme songs. I do too. Come on down to Chelsea Spa. <laughs> some of them, some of them. What is the one that Noah watches that I just talked to XD about what it? It's a terrible show, but they have a, Oh, Family Reunion. Loretta Devine mm-hmm. sings the theme song mm-hmm. for that. That's an awful show. Mm-hmm. It's awful. I don't think I've ever um, watched it. Oh, uh, you don't need to. It's for the children. It's mm-hmm. for the okay. you, same way we used to watch Family Matters, and it was also a terrible show. <laughs> same with like this. Um Miss Pat, the Miss Pat show. I like Miss Pat. I love her theme song. <laughs> I like Miss Pat. I do too. I do enjoy Miss Pat. She makes me My laugh. My problematic queen. Genuinely makes me laugh. She does make me and laugh. I just love that. Like, even in the things that she is ignorant of or the things that she is still learning, mm-hmm. it's a very genuine. Uh, I don't know. I just love that she'd be like, "Oh, all right." Like like you you, you can she, she she receives feedback yeah. and correction in a way yes. that makes it very approachable. I think she's an yes. awesome example for folks of older generations that are engaging currently with the world and oh, all of yes. the ways that it's changing cuz Miss Pat just be like, "Okay, I didn't know, but now I know." All right. And listen, you got to you and you got to know who your audience, who you're dealing with. Miss Pat used to sell crack. So like <laughs> and she you will know, say I it every time and she will. So I appreciate the fact that she will be like, all right, got copy. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Miss Pat show. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else is going? Oh. So did you watch? You all already know. So, so sorry. We've been inundated, but we're going to talk about it here getting grown. Did you watch Club Shay Shay? You know I did. You know okay. I did. And In I its entirety? This, I did. And I, I struggled okay. because, you know, I feel like I can say this here. And I, I think I tweeted it. I don't typically venture down to Club Shay Shay because no. Club Shay Shay, <laughs> I mean, Shannon Sharp and all of his 
dialect, glory. affect, and mannerisms. He kind of remind me of my daddy. And it really just be like, I don't got It's I, triggering. I, I don't okay, want to hear this mess. But, uh, but I, I, I watched the infamous, now infamous interview or conversation between Cat Williams and Club Shay Shay. I got my life for a number of reasons. Yeah. Because... Cat Williams is my kind of shady. There's a, a intellect to his shade. Yes. And it's really, yes. you got to really be, because what I loved about it is that it's not like offensive, but what I loved is the moments when he was really show like, you know, uh, like making the distinction for me, it's like, Shannon Sharp is a wonderful athlete and sports analyst. Shannon Sharp is not a journalist. Not by any shape, form, or fashion. Shannon Sharp is also not quick enough <laughs> to interview somebody. And, there, like and I mean, it wasn't like a dig, but it was just like, mm -mm, mm -mm. you know, when he would, when he would, you know, uh, like I think he he phrased his responses in a way that highlighted. That even this nigga Shannon Sharp, who I'm sitting across from and I respect, he is not ready for me. <laughs> he's not. No, he's no. not ready for me. Um, and I, I had a lot of respect for the little moments. My favorite moment, you know, I love like little random shit, but uh, uh, all of the it was so much. It was all of the not just what he said, but how he said it, the turn of phrases, his body language, mm -hmm. the inflection mm -hmm. in his voice. Like my favorite moment. I'll ask you what your favorite moment is. But my favorite moment for sure is when he's talking about Chris Tucker. <sighs> and he said, you ever had a man to give you a little nickname? <laughs> and Shannon Sharp said, no. This is my favorite part. <laughs> Cat said, mm-mm, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it was like mm -mm, me neither. <laughs> I just was like, I don't know why I loved it, but it was the way he like said it and shook his shoulders and like sipped his drink, like mm -mm, me neither. <laughs> I, I I just there were so many moments, there were so many moments, but I just overall his uh, authenticity. You know, I'm, I'm sure somebody could watch that and walk away and say, he's cocky. But what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong when you know that you put <clears throat> a certain level of time and, and, and you have a certain level of skill into your craftsmanship. Now, I will. I only had one criticism. Mm -hmm. I will say. I did not like the Gaza Strip It. Oh, no, commentary. I didn't care for that either. I didn't care for that. I say, Kat, I didn't care you know. That. You could have, I and I also that. recognize Cat is of the same age group of like yeah. a lot of my uncles, and 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 you know they say some wild shit sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, you're so aware of other so things that you should not say. Yeah, certain things you, I I didn't expect that from him, given the well, I wasn't. I didn't honestly. The, I know what you're about I to didn't say, expect but I, that. I thought given. Other things that he said, and I think mm -hmm. what I'm sorry, I cut you off. I just feel like uh. I think cocky folks might have that um, sort of reaction, but I felt like the receipts were receding, right? And so oh, oh, there was never anything that he said that he didn't back up or substantiate. 
No. And further, I feel like aside from the jokes and the digs and all of that, I felt like I walked away from the conversation with a appreciation of him as a person, his integrity, his yes. the things, the, the ways that he has, uh, you know, tried to remain true to his values and what he believes are important and moral. Uh, and yes. I think, you know, there was just a level of consistency um, that I felt was reflected throughout the conversation that was like, you know, this is a thoughtful person, a person who don't just be, you know, saying stuff for a reaction. That's why I felt like I didn't expect that. That is something that, you know, uncles would say, but because he is somebody who seems to have um, a, a much more thoughtful sort of mm -hmm. Stance and way of moving mm -hmm. through life, I thought that that was like that. That was just like, where did that come from? We didn't, we didn't need that. You didn't have to do that, cat. Yeah. And I, and and if you go back to the Pimp Chronicles, which mm -hmm. was a fantastic piece of work, and, indeed. He also made a joke. It was he. He also had a, a Desert Storm, Iraq, or a Desert yeah. I, Afghanistan. He had, a, he had a when joke he was talking about the insurgents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like. You know, some of, you know, mm. we can from time to t every, you know, everybody has a broke as a blind spot. Yeah. But I do think that it's important to note that that was really insensitive mm. right now. Especially at, given at a, what's happening. Yeah. Like, like, like there are thousands, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of of civilians and and a great majority of them being children and babies is just. I don't understand how yeah. we don't how how anybody can be against yep. wanting this shit to stop. Yeah. And so I think it's important that we um, are mindful during this time, but period, be my like be more human in general. Um, and I'm not going to spend, all, you know, the whole time on that because right. I did enjoy the interview. I did. But I I said, you know, sometimes people we love need correction. Yeah. And. I, I just I would really love if he could change his viewpoint uh, on that. I don't like the terrorist talk as it pertains to, you know, the Muslim community um, and with these babies innocently being killed every day and these people showing no signs of any remorse or wanting to stop or anything. I just I just thought that was really poor timing. Uh, and I, I wanted to make sure that that was noted. But. I did appreciate the raw authenticity and I do feel like he came with his receipts mm -hmm. and I feel like if anybody tried to come and combat him, they would, yeah. <laughs> they would not fare well. Right. And I don't think they would because ultimately, even if they are bullies in the way that he's saying, they know that he's not lying. Right. Right. And I think lying. that that's reflected in the ways that folks have been <laughs> responding. Um, I was speaking to or somebody. Or not responding. <laughs> who has worked with Steve's camp. Okay. And they confirmed, they were like, nah, like, no, them niggas are bullies. Mm -hmm. Like, they are. Really? They are bullies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Within that, that sector of the comedy community, they are. I don't care for that. 
I don't either. And you know, we've always made fun of Steve Harvey and his when the last time he did the fucking he hosted the fucking Earth Wind and Fire and Isley Brothers versus I didn't need We said, that. look at this nigga up here just chuckling his way through this whole <laughs> I did shit. Not need need to shut the I did fuck not up. need that at all. <laughs> at I did all. not need that. I didn't need that. I did now, not I was that. disappointed to hear about Cedric the Entertainer because I now, do enjoy Cedric. And I, for the record, have viewed and enjoyed. I don't know if it's still... I, now, I didn't check back to see because Kat said it was no longer available. But I mm. remember watching Cedric's Netflix special and laughing. I, I, don't, I don't think I ever watched it. I, I, think, watched I don't think it. I watched him in I watched outside of it. Kings of Comedy. I watched it. I watched it twice. And the first time I watched it was at Ohio Nikki's house. Oh, we watched okay, it together. Okay, okay. And both of us okay. had several a chuckle. Enjoyed it. Maybe it's just not his brand of humor. I think that that's also fair because I feel like, I don't know if I want to say generationally, but I, I often have felt that... Uh, Cat's comedy does appeal to younger audiences than Cedric's and Steve's. He's way more relevant. He's because he keeps himself. And relevant. I feel like he's intentional about re- maintaining that. And I think that is probably a major attribute of his success and his longevity and the fact that yep. he can still, uh, you know, not only have sh- specials on streaming platforms like Netflix, but also mm-hmm. still be booking in comedy shows on the road. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, that's something because, you know, a lot of, you know, I don't know if there's a, there's many examples of people who can successfully do both. Yes, um, I agree. Now, even him having his uh, having a part in Atlanta. Yeah, I, don't, I know. I don't. I know you didn't watch Atlanta, right? I didn't watch Atlanta, but I did remember that because when he won the Emmy, I went back and watched that. Oh, episode. and I th- and I enjoy Atlanta, even though yes, I'll talk to you in a minute about that. But I enjoy Atlanta. Um, but that particular episode was was very enjoyable, and I was like, you know what? Sometimes I forget about Cat Williams, but when he shows up, I'm always I'm always right there and I'm always pleased with what I'm seeing. One thing that you can't really deny is his success and his talent. Yep. And I think one distinction that he made that I thought that I really uh, uh, respected was like, you know, there are comedians who can be funny in different ways. Like, you know, we talk about. I don't remember how recent it has been, but like there have been times where I have laughed at like Jess Hilarious's videos before, the, before in the past, in the past before, before she started mm-hmm. speaking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I have laughed at her videos and enjoy her content on social media, but did not find her funny in a stand-up situation or did not find her funny Yes, a, that's happened many times. In an acting situation. And she's just one example. It's not mm-hmm. a lot of people who can find success or sort of, you know, be that adaptable as a comedian and do do all of those things. And mm-hmm, I think a mm-hmm. huge a huge point that Kat made, especially, you know, what I didn't realize, you know, he never said Cedric wasn't funny. He said Cedric doesn't write. That's what he said. That's what he said. That's what and he said. I just felt like one 
consistent theme of the conversation is that Cat Williams has a respect for people who develop a skill set, who practice a skill, who become excellent mm-hmm. and masterful at a particular mm-hmm. thing. He said that about mm-hmm. Shannon. And if you was really listening, he was absolutely saying Shannon is an athlete and not an interviewer. He made that point yes, he was. very clear. He multiple times. Multiple times. It was very much like, now, if you really wanted to know, you would have asked the question this way. Or, <laughs> like, why are you asking me? You should have asked him. Now you see how why you did just, you ask such you a see, You see how you just let niggas come on here and say what they want to say. You don't ask nobody for no valid, no validation. He did say Cedric was funny. Like he did say he did say he doesn't write. Now who he did get they asked was Ricky fucking Smiley. <sighs> yes, and he's not wrong. Yes, Ricky Smiley is dated. Ricky Smiley has not. He's very any niche. Of his comedy. I think that he's, he's niche. Because there are, Mm. you know, I think he made the point around like, you know, Ricky made his bones doing church comedy and that's sort of Mm -hmm. where he lives. He grew up in that. And I think, you know, I don't know how widely known it is, but before he was a comedian, he was a church musician. And so he sort of Mm. knows that life and culture in a way. And so he can be funny in those spaces. But I think what he was really saying is that Ricky don't have mainstream appeal. He don't have that crossover capability, which I think is a fair critique. I do. I think it's a fair criticism. I also have laughed at Ricky Smiley things 20 years ago that I wouldn't laugh at now. Exactly. But, you know, I think this is a little takeaway. But I I left the interview saying, why isn't BET Plus running old episodes of Comic View? We ought to be able to stream those old episodes of Comic View. Uh, and it upsets me that we don't have, because, you know, I feel like they got to exist somewhere. Just throw them up on the Amazon so that we can watch them. I wouldn't be surprised, not to be all sorry to be all, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't air it because a lot of, it's problematic. A lot of old episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if. A lot and listen, comic let's let's be very clear. Comic View was a time. Comic View was was very enjoyable for us at the the time. It was an era. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if some of the jokes and comedians would would age well. That's fair. I don't have an objection to that. Uh, Um, if I'm thinking about even some of the shit that like thinking about a lot of the comedians that I laughed at, some of the stuff they did, like Arnaz J. I don't know if I don't think Arnest J's comedy would 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 translate Fair. well now. Fair. Fair. Um, so that's probably why. But it was an era. It was a time. I just if I could just transport for one one more time back to where we had Comic View oh. and Midnight Love oh. and 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 um, even like Uncut Planet Groove. Planet Groove and Teen Summit. Yes. And like if that would be I would love to just go experience it for and a week. Caribbean and rhythms. <laughs> Rachel yes! Caribbean rhythms. <laughs> I'd be like, Rachel, please. What a time to be alive. Ugh. But music videos. Uh, yeah, I I think that um, you know, I walked away from the interview feeling like I had a respect for Cat Williams that I don't think I would have had just sort of engaging with his comedy. 
So I was really, it was refreshing to hear his relationships with people like Prince, what he did for Melba Moore, the fact that he is still looking out for. That was one of my favorite parts, You know, he's still looking out and, and, you know, using his resources to help bring other comedians along to support them, recognizing, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, the challenges that they're facing and wanting to do something about it, actually doing something about it. So honoring the newer comedians and not hating on on like the young people doing things. I actually have a great deal of respect for, I was on live the other night procrastinating because I'm supposed to be writing my paper, but I, 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 I felt like uh, I've, I've since started calling Cat Williams Cathaniel. <laughs> His real name is Micah. I looked it up, but I just feel like, you know, I I would, I like Cathaniel Williams and I would hang out I with do. him. I feel like we can go down to the Waffle House and have a good time. And have a good time. I do. I feel like we could hang out. I we, feel like could we could have, have a good time. Great, grand conversation. Yes. And we could talk about things. And, you know, I feel like, I don't know that I can say that about a lot of y'all's faves. I don't I don't feel like I would no. want to sit down and have a patty melt Mm-mm. with a lot of y'all's faves, but I would sit down Mm-mm. and have me a patty melt and some hash brown smothered and covered with Cathaniel Williams. I surely I would. would. I surely would. And, and afterwards we would have our own blunts and share space and continue to share conversation because you know I don't share blunts no and I have and continue to I don't think he does either he probably doesn't either. I don't <laughs> look, wait, look right on board my Virgo king exactly <laughs> I, I I enjoyed the interview and I feel like I hope Shannon Sharp learned some things because I mean the lessons kept I don't coming. think he did I'm be honest with you. <laughs> Maybe he learned that he needs to ask. I was like, oh, so many times. Like, I was like, that's a read. Y'all didn't catch that. That's a read. And that's why I said real shade throws itself. It does. I mean, it was. I just. And then I went back and watched Pip Chronicles um, one right after Mm -hmm. I watched the interview because I was like, I remember thoroughly enjoying Pip Chronicles. Yeah, I remember. I might go back and watch it tonight because that was one of my favorites. You should. I think I had the DVD, if I'm not mistaken. I think I had the DVD for Pip Chronicles in my home at one point. And we don't even realize all the people that were in the audience. Yes. Andre 3000 was in the audience. Yes, he was. That's what he had on the green velvet blazer. Yes, that's mm-hmm. what he had on the green velvet blazer. Mm-hmm. I remember. He was like, he's like, the only side effects of wheat. Hungry, happy, sleepy. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> he said, because you don't eat up all your baby cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I la- it was, it, and it's still, you're still going to laugh. Yes. You're still going to laugh. Yes, it's timeless. It's timeless. But it was, a, I mean, and I think a lot of that happens, you know, in terms of, and not just in comedy, but generally speaking, how many people, because of their access and who they're connected to, they just be out here stealing your work, uh, mm. not giving you credit. Um, mm. And, you know, that Being happens. allowed to just say anything yeah. on and Club I Shay think Shay. I felt like it was very relatable, and I believed him. Like, I don't feel like Cat mm-hmm. Williams didn't have no reason to get up, sit up on Shannon Sharp. I mean, it was the two and a half hours. He, that man did not come on there to lie. No. He, to- he is the he's the one who told us, no, 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 no. 
I asked to be here because I had to come clear. To, I had to come because, straighten out the record. Because Shannon you know wasn't saying? asking For, the oh, right questions. <laughs> he wasn't. He's like, you have let four niggas get on here and lie. Exactly. And lie in your face. And I'm mean, here to rectify As a journalist, you should have a commitment to the truth. <laughs> Shannon, what is going on? You have an unnatural allegiance to You have an to unnatural losers. allegiance to losers. And that's not like you. And that's not like you. <laughs> But yes, I am Cat Williams, uh, a, a Cat Williams fan. I hope that I am. this is, you know, I hope he, I hope people continue to invite him out because I, I know he got more stories and more things to say. And I'm waiting for you him to does. sit across from like a Tamron Hall because that's when we really gonna get the tea. First of all, Cat Williams has done what I am, in his giving spirit. You know, sometimes we don't give to the right people. Mm-hmm. I did see a, a a story where Cat Williams, I guess, learned that Bo- Lil Bootsy was struggling mm-hmm. years ago, and um, he came to one of his shows so and he came out and went out to the car and Cat Williams, you know, hands him something and he thinks it's weed, but when he opened it up, it was fifteen grand, and he was like. He doesn't know what that did for my family. He doesn't know what that did for me at the time. I was having a really rough time. And while I, again, it's fuck Bootsy forever. Let's be very fucking clear. He just happens to be the vessel for this particular story that we're telling about Cat Williams. He clearly is just a giving person. I was he does so right I, I was I loved what I heard what he did for Melba Moore. Yeah. Like that was not one I was expecting yes. whatsoever. But I, and I was so pleased. And I related to it. And honestly, you know, it's so there were parts of the conversation that hit me in ways that I didn't expect. Uh especially mm-hmm. like, you know, just talking when he was talking about his 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 um values, what he believes. And, mm-hmm. you know, just his commitment to doing right. And when he said that he wants mm-hmm. to be God's friend, I was like, come on here, cat. Don't get me. No, I wanted to be God's I friend. I, too, want to be God's friend. <laughs> I want God to be like, you know, Takia is really decent. That means something to me. Because yeah, I can no, tell that it don't true. mean something to everybody. But no, the fact that doesn't. the fact that he is really out here trying to do right by people in a world where you are rewarded for being an ass. Yep. And, and being and, mean and being selfish and you know in this capitalistic world where we supposed to you know we only are successful if we shit on somebody else I really appreciated Kat saying I believe that because I am true to my beliefs and my integrity mm-hmm. and who I was raised to be mm-hmm. God has never disappointed me he's always looked out for me and I was like you is not wrong Cat Williams no cause he I, looks out for other people this is what I'm saying and I think you know mm-hmm. I, I appreciate when he was talking about you know when he goes into cities and he tithes whatever he gets he invests back into community I'm like this is the kind yep. of stuff this is the kind of stuff you know and I know he wasn't telling us to put all his stuff on exactly. front street because I'm sure there are hundreds of stories he could that, tell exactly but he was telling us to give context to say listen like no, a nigga be down. Like a nigga be down with the folks. This is not. This is not about this weird Hollywood shit to me. Like this is not what it I is. I loved it. Hell, I fucking laughed at the light skinned wives formula. <laughs> I laughed at. I saw the girls online. The light skinned ladies long, online were upset. The, the long nigga, face. Life Nigga, I wives. cracked up. I too have a long face. <laughs> I could probably be somebody's comedian wife, but. <laughs> oh God! He I was, was like, but it was it was 
It was valid. I, I, like if you go and look at every example, it is valid. The I nigga said. was not lying. The receipts were receding, receding. Shout out to you, Cat Williams. So shout out to uh, you, Cat Williams. I appreciated the work um, for sure, and I enjoyed the interview. And I hope that that uh, I hope that that's not the peak. I hope that that sets the standard for more authentic conversation and people. Um, you know, get, getting some more insight into who some of our our faves really are as people. You know, mm-hmm. you know, right, wrong, mm-hmm. indifferent. I, I just thought mm-hmm. it was a real genuine conversation. It's not a lot of that. It's a lot of performing and doing shit for the gram yeah. and all this yeah. other stuff. But I just really appreciated that. You know, as a professional cat, is someone who has worked to master his craft mm-hmm. and it shows mm-hmm. and that has mm-hmm. not been at odds with who he is as a person so i mm-hmm. i was just like i love it for us thank you I cat do. williams shout out to you my nigga so you know <clears throat> another nigga who um does not embody I know where you all going. of those wonderful, beautiful things that we were just talking about. He does embody uh, the same age um, and the way that he dresses and so forth, but <laughs> he does not embody any of those wonderful qualities we were just discussing. And that would be Jonathan Majors. Okay, so that one bell pepper nose, uh, Jonathan Majors. One bell pepper nose, boneless suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of this nigga <laughs> first of all weary does he is coretta scott king the only name that he knows i'm just grateful because he used it with the fucking white woman on the audio tape and then he used it with megan good in this role that she and that's and i i just feel like do not uh be little Hmm. The impact and influence of Coretta Scott King, the artist, the activist, the legend. Hello. Hello. You know, to sort of fulfill your, you know, just as some pawn or prop of respectability, girl. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. Okay. She the one got us Martin Luther King Day in the first fucking I mean, like. I think I, I that's what I am most offended about because it's like you think there's a lot of this is common amongst niggas. Me and Felicia talk about all the time. The only thing worse than a nigga who is actually trash is a trash nigga who thinks he's a good guy. Hmm. Oh, oh, God. They're the worst ones. Because oh, they're the worst. It's like all of ones. this performative, uh, you know, fake, fraudulent character. Right. That that people uh, sort of just uh, wield in order to sort of conceal the the true nature of their horrible hearts and minds. It's like it's so dangerous for a number of reasons. Um, And I, I think that. You know. The fact that you are only doing this, like the you, you only reach for Coretta Scott King's name, just lets me know that you don't really know anything about her other than that she was Martin Luther King's wife no, and he widow. Knows nothing. No, he knows nothing. Again, he used it. He has some sort of like weird civil rights kink. So he <sighs> used it. 
It's true. In that, uh, when, the, when the white girl came home from the club. I hate it for us. I do. I need a Coretta. And use it like he does only know her to be some down ass bitch next to Martin Luther King. And like Brittany Pacchietti said in her video. Shout out to Brittany. Hey, girl. What's up, Brittany? If. If if y'all are calling us Coretta. In this very uh, in this way that is not correct. <laughs> It's not even because it does not it's highlight facetious. any it's, it's anything about who she is. False and fraudulent. Yes. Y'all think you're Martin and Malcolm. Which is wild. <laughs> that is the craziest part about all of this. What? You raggedy ass niggas think that you are doing something good for this world when you are nothing but a shit stain in the bottom of the drawers of the earth. <laughs> I'm just glad that, and I mean, you know, two things. I do not want to believe that Megan Good is participating in this charade. No. Okay. Uh, okay. You I don't want to believe. I don't want to believe. I'm sh- I know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. What are you going to say? We don't want to believe, but she's fucking doing it. And I'm not going to sit here and continue to act like she's not playing a fucking clown ass game. All all money. I don't care how much money you get. All money is not good money. All money is not good money. Every way to make money ain't a good ain't a good way to make money. I just feel it's like not. this is y'all get up here and shame sex workers and this bitch is playing a whole clown ass role for a clown ass nigga. Couldn't pay me a million fucking dollars to prance around and smile at the fucking paparazzi behind this clown ass nigga. You could not. I'm sorry. Continue I just know. I'm just saying like, you know, it's not lost on me because, you know, as you know, I made my little real because I just was hoping before, you know, Bernice King made her statement. I was more stunned that nobody from the family came forward and formally told Jonathan Majors to keep Coretta's name out of his mouth. So I was mm. hoping that there was a grand nephew, great nephew somewhere that <laughs> that was hilarious. That was ready to pull up on Jonathan and say enough is a goddamn nup. Okay. But Bernice spoke Bernice up, but... came through and called yeah, Megan a prop. And I just thought it was genius because props are used in productions. She said my mother is not a prop. My mother is not a pawn or a prop. Uh, Mm -hmm. For this theatrical performance that is taking Mm -hmm. place. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, I know that the directors uh, have hired her to play this role. But I hope I I just oh, it it unsettles me. It It's goofy time. It's goofy time is what it is. And I'm not saying that all like Megan Good is not the one who allegedly assaulted somebody. Megan Good is not the one who got the anger issues. Megan Good is not the one with the issue here, right? Jonathan Major, we're, gonna, we're not going to take the onus off of him no. and the things that, no. that he's allegedly done. Howsomever, you are still playing a clown-ass, goofy-ass role by walking beside him. I hope she's playing it. I hope she's not really... I hope she's not really. That would make me very sad. It would be goofy either fucking way. Well, that's true. 
You're not going to sit up here and have it's like Nicki Minaj in that fucking in that in that nigga she's married to mm, and how everybody's like this he's he's a he's a sex offender like he 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 assaulted somebody in a way that he should not have. Doesn't look good. And you sitting up here loud and motherfucking proud, my man, my man, my man. It's goofy time. It's goofy time. Mm. I just, I don't have no respect for her for doing this. Jonathan Majors can go to hell, but I have no respect for making good for playing the role. Sorry to that Whether you're doing it for real or for fake. And I don't give a fuck. It's, it's crazy either way. And at this point, my hope is that we can just move on. I don't need any more interviews. I don't no. need to hear nothing more about no. this. The case is closed. The charges have been uh, filed. <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's been... I, I don't know. Listen. The opportunities have been lost. Like, it's, it's over. The- like, in the words of our brother Dustin, at this point, it's given leave us alone. <laughs> and Please. I mean, I just wish to be done. I just wish to be done with it. I'm out. This is my stop. I'm getting off. I'm getting off. Is I'm there anything else that has gone on in this world? Let me think. We... Let me think. Uh, I feel like we've covered a lot of ground. Cat Williams and Jonathan Majors. What else? You know, we've talked about uh, Vivica. What else? Jesus. Hmm. I can't think of anything. That might else. be it. I think that's enough. I think that's enough. I've had enough. <laughs> I too have had enough. I think we have a listener note or two. We have a letter. We do. We have an honesty box okay, that we can, well, that we can go ahead and head over to. to. Let's, get let's into, head to this let's honesty get into box. Y'all's business for a little while. How about we do that? Is 2024 bringing exciting or unexpected changes to your life? Want to know a little secret to help you face those challenges with more confidence? Come, come close. Let me tell you closer. <clears throat> A great term life insurance policy. (laughs) Yes, really. So Fabric by Gerber Life makes it simple to protect your family's financial future so you can focus on what's ahead, knowing that your family's protected if something unexpected happens. Fabric by Gerber Life was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Fabric has flexible policies that fit your family and your budget with quality policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. It's all online and it's on your schedule. So there's no appointments, no scheduling, no piles of paperwork, nothing to overcomplicate what we already got going on. Just apply when it's convenient for you. You can go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required, okay? And Fabric has more than just life insurance. It's a one-stop shop that also has free digital wills, investment accounts that let you save for your kid's future, and you can manage your family's finances all right from your phone so your family's prepared for anything. There's no risk to apply. They have a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can cancel at any time. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash grown. That's meetfabric.com slash grown. Let me spell it out for you. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash grown. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, 
beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. There are certain pieces of healthcare advice that we hear all the time and apply to everyone, like drink your water, mind your business, moisturize your skin, <laughs> or like wear sunscreen, exercise, you know, all of that. But advice about fertility is not as easy to find. Most doctors won't even test your fertility hormones until you've been trying to conceive for a whole year, 365 days. That's a long time. And with 15% of couples struggling to conceive within a year, that's a lot of people without access to the information they need to build the future they want. That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label, and you'll get your personalized results within six business days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserve, a.k.a. if you have more or fewer eggs than for average for your age, and other important factors that impact your fertility. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also download the results to review with your doctors for your next steps. Traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com grown, you can get $20 off your test. Plus, you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA, HSA. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com grown. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash grown. Modernfertility.com slash grown. Honestly? Truly. Buenos dias, and welcome to the Honesty Box. Hello. We have one this week. Perfect. And our listener gave herself her own pseudonym. Okay, I love that. Less work for me. Okay, it's La Cienega Boulevard. Boulevard I love it. <laughs> so La Cienega writes, hello, Jade and Kia. Love who you are and what you do. I've listened to you all since day one. Hey, girl. And when I thought about which pod I should reach out to with this question, I figured you two would be best as Jade is a mom and Kia is navigating loss. Okay. My condolences for Brian and Graham. Oh, love you, girl. Thank you. Yeah, that's sweet. Um, and thank you for not sending the same email to all the podcasts oh, across the board. I don't know why y'all be doing that. That's a little well, strange. Just, don't do that. Don't do that, guys. All right. I am a new mom to a baby girl. I'm 31, newly married, and a first-time mom. My mom passed away in 2010 mm. as I was coming into adulthood. Mm. Since then, I've navigated finishing college, working with whites, male relationships, and a cross-country solo move. Mm -hmm. Simply said, I'm capable of taking care of myself and making good choices. Yes. My fiance's mom triggers me in a way I've never been triggered. Oh boy. I know that she means well, but as a, as a new mom, it's a lot. Uh -huh. She keeps telling me what I need to do and what I shouldn't do. Mm. I don't like wearing socks. She keeps telling me I need to wear socks. I eat oatmeal as comfort food. You eat that? I get that you want me to eat well and not get sick, but I don't need a mother. I want her to be a grandma to my kid, not a mother to me. 
Since having the baby, she keeps putting her two cents in. She needs a hat on her head while she sleeps. No, because this can cause her to overheat. What do you mean no water? Babies under six months can't have water, as said by many pediatricians. I understand she gave her babies water, and I'm sure my Caribbean-ass parents gave me water and tea from young. Okay, they used to put rum on our gums, guys. But in 2023, post-pandemic and a shitty ecosystem, we don't give the baby water yet. She says things like, don't call me Miss blah, blah, blah. You are like a daughter to me. Call me mom. That won't happen. I do feel for her as she isn't close with her daughters. In a way, we are both missing things. Mm. She's missing a relationship with her daughters and I'm missing a relationship with my mom. I want to hold space for her and have a relationship with her as a mother-in-law, not a mom, not a monster-in-law either. Jay, did you go through similar things as you became a mom and a wife? Kia, how do you navigate managing your mom's grief, uh, managing your mom's grief of her son and her mom hmm. after loss? How have you felt when people say or imply things like I'm stepping up to be your big bro? Any advice or words would help. On Christmas Day, I secretly wish my daughter would spit up on her grandma. I told her not to hold her that way, and she don't listen. These intrusive thoughts must stop. Happy holidays. Keep doing what you do. La Cienica Boulevard. Oh, that made me laugh, girl. I'm sorry. I did not mean to laugh, but that was funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, La Cienega. Um I didn't I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Um I didn't deal with I have I, I, I got very lucky. I got a mother in law who is a wonderful, wonderful grandmother, um and uh a wonderful mother in law. Um she's loving, um she's present but she minds her business mm -hmm. <laughs> and she doesn't give unsolicited opinions on how we raise Noah. So I'm grateful for that. But what I will say is um, in her being so present in Noah's life, of course there are ways that we raise kids differently. Right. Mm -hmm. So there are going to be things that there are, there have been things that she has said, uh, such as, okay, let's say Noah's over there and Noah's running a fever. Noah's the only grandchild on that side. Noah is, um, she's the only grandchild on that side. She's like, she'd be the only kid around. Like, she's their princess. So if Noah's running a fever, she needs to go to the doctor. She has to go to the doctor immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, let's give her some children's Tylenol. Let's monitor her temperature. And then we'll go from there. So, like, it's been that, but it's never been, you need to do this, you need to yeah. do this, you need to do this. Um, but what I will say is, I, that's not something that I would be able to tolerate. Mm. And I think you're well within your right. Uh, first of all, all the everything you've all your feelings are valid. Correct. So I, I want you to know that you... And I don't know if you've had a conversation with your Partner. husband yeah. um, about about you know your his mother being a bit intrusive um he and if i'm sure that's something you've thought about so let's say that you have had that conversation i think you're well within your right to have a conversation with her yourself and you can do it in a way where it's not it's not a you know a big blow up and a whole to do but you have every right to speak up and say listen 
I want you to be a grandmother to this child. And I want you to be present in her life. And I respect that role. And I would like for us to have a good relationship. But there are boundaries around that relationship. And these are the some of the things that I don't appreciate. Yeah. And I think having that honest conversation, um, you don't know how she's going to receive that. But as we talked about many years ago in in an episode where we talked about having difficult conversations, that's not your business mm. to, or to worry about how she's going to receive it. But you do have every right to express it. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, it's, it's difficult because I think people, uh, people have good intentions mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it is not their heart to be overbearing on nerves. or on your nerves. But um, particularly as it relates to, you know, your you losing your mother other women mm-hmm. wanting to step into that role uh there is um you know i i agree with jade in terms of sort of when you're comfortable finding ways to articulate your like what you what you feel and what you need mhm and it does not have to be in a nasty um, a way uh, or a hyper-emotional sort of way. It is more so just sort of saying, I acknowledge and recognize that, you know, we you want to have a, a relationship with me and I want to have a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Our relationship uh, is this. It is not that. Um, yeah. And... You know, I'm not gonna call you ma. We can if you don't want if you don't want me to call you Miss So and So. Let's think of something else I can call you mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. you know makes you feel better, but something that I'm comfortable with because yep. I call my mother ma, and I'm not gonna be able to call anybody else that. Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, I uh, I think to your question around. My mother's grief, I'm not, I don't feel qualified or that it's my, my place to sort of talk about her grief. Um, Mm -hmm. I I can sort of say as her daughter that I know that bearing the burden of grieving your son and grieving your mother at the same time is Mm -hmm. a very heavy, heavy burden. Mm Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so um, I'm very. Sensitive. I think she was. I think she was asking. Sorry, not to cut you oh, off. Um, how you navigate? Yeah. Um, managing that grief. Yeah. I'm very mm-hmm. sensitive to um, her needs and how the this has impacted her, but mm-hmm. I'm finding ways to do so. Uh, that don't compromise my needs and mm-hmm. how this is impacting me. Mm-hmm. So as much as I know that it is hard for her, I also need her to know that it's also hard for me. 
And so I work with her on trying to think about what are the ways that we can support each other. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm real honest and transparent about that. And even when it's difficult to have those conversations, I try my best to have them Mm -hmm. because I will say that when you are negotiating heavy loss, I'm sure as you know, it can often make you blind Mm-hmm. To what how, what other people are dealing with, experiencing how they are yes. experiencing you, and mm-hmm. I think that it is it is our responsibility to be aware of that blind spot, um, and you know, ask questions of the people around us that mm-hmm. we trust to sort of help to build that muscle of having more self awareness, mm-hmm. and it's little things, the differences. You know, because my friends, because Jade and (coughs) Latoya and people that are closest to me, they know me well enough to know when I'm triggered Mm -hmm. and they know to ask me for what I need. I'm also uh, conscious of when um, I own when I'm, you know, acting out or if I'm short or overwhelmed. Jade Mm -hmm. will tell you, I will come back to her and I will say, I know that I could have said that differently. I know that Mm -hmm. I could have said that better. This is what I'm dealing with today. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I did not mean that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so being honest with self about the parts that are hard and difficult and the parts that you get wrong sometimes, knowing that Mm -hmm. you will get it wrong sometimes because Mm -hmm. this is this is heavy, hard work. And as as a human, you know, give yourself grace. Um, some time has passed since you lost your mother, but for the rest of your life, you're going to be negotiating this loss because as you transition through the phases of life, you will have to do so while carrying this burden. Mm-hmm. And there will be, yep. it will hit you differently than it used to. Um, You know, there are times, and Jay will tell you, there were times where I feel like I should have moved past a certain phase of my grief or mm-hmm. moved past this. And it, I have to remind myself that, no, there's a part of me that's going to always be sad. Yep. And yep. I got to I gotta own that. And the people who love me accept that. They don't try that. to make me be happy when I'm sad. Mm-mm. No, you just support the people while they're going, while they're... In the throes of sadness. And and my grief helps me to have better lenses for seeing other people's grief. So I heard you say that you recognize the ways in which your mother-in-law is negotiating loss. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate that you were sensitive to that. And I know that it's hard, but in, in your in your work to manage yourself, you know, you will develop the muscle to recognize the ways in which she's managing herself and her circumstances in the best that she can. And so that's why it's going to be critical for you all to be as transparent as possible in your communication. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it be she's mourning the loss of the relationship with her own daughters or mourning the expectations that she had of what being a grandma would be like, Uh, you know, it's still a loss that she's going to have to work through. And so you need to give her the parameters and guidelines for how she can make sure that the relationship that you have with her remains intact. Absolutely. And listen, you 
be surprised at the type of relationship, like how the relationship develops. Yes. When you have those transparent yes. conversations. Even when they're hard at, at first and let people even, have their feelings. Absolutely. But, you know, after time and people process, they'll come back and you can work through it. I, me and my sister-in-law did not see eye to eye when me and Tristan first got together. Um, and it, it actually took, uh, uh, sickness and loss to get to a place where we were able to, you know, be cool with one or be around one another. And then we now have a great relationship. Mm -hmm. Like I love my sister-in-law. She is an amazing aunt to Noah. She's actually a gentle giant. She's right. much taller than me. <laughs> so the very first time we had a run in, here I am, here I am, I five four. I remember that. And she's like five eleven. <laughs> <laughs> and that did not come to a head because I I recognized that the relationship that I had with Tristan was important enough for me to respect the people that he loves and has around him. And once we got to a place where we were able to have a conversation, it was like, all right, so listen. There, there's no need in pussyfooting around this. Like, mm -hmm. it's clear we didn't get off to a good start. It's clear that we did not see eye to eye when we, right. you know, at the beginning of this. But let's talk about it because we do have one common love interest, and that's Noah. Mm. And we have, and since then, our, our relationship has developed beautifully. It's and done nothing at this but point, grow. We, that was 12 years ago, but still. So I say all that to say it's not always going to be like this. Yeah. And don't think because you have a con Even if she gets in her fiefs, she might get in her fiefs initially. You know older black women love to get in their fiefs and they don't like to be told nothing. Exactly. <laughs> and so she may initially, but once you hear something, you can't unhear it. And so... Once she hears you express these things and mm -hmm. you express them in a way where you sit down, practice it with yourself, yeah. write them down, be clear about how you want to express your right. discomfort and be clear about what you would like to see the relationship look like. And then from there, the rest of it is is on her. Right. And she don't have but to like she, it. But one thing she, she will, don't have to like it. She will she never be able to say though. is that you never told her. She will exactly. never be able to say, I didn't know that my actions made you feel this way. So when she knows it, it becomes her responsibility. Because, you know, older black women love to say that, too. And so mm -hmm. <laughs> and so say it, say it no matter how uncomfortable it is and practice saying it so that you're clear about what you want to say. Yeah. But say it. Get it out. And ask your partner to support you in yeah. saying it. I think, Which I know can be a challenge. Yes. I'm not sure what his relationship is with his yes. mother. Or, you know, if that is also something maybe you wrote because that's a, a difficult place to navigate. Yes. Because I understand yes. navigating sensitivity and, and talking about family as well. Like, I have been there. So I I get that. And if that's the case, you're we, we, we welcome and receive you over here. Absolutely. But if that's not the case and you feel like you can have a conversation with him about supporting you, you that would be helpful. It Especially with you navigating being a new mom and everything. Ask like, him you don't for need his this help, extra stress. his insight, and then get his position on it. If there are ways that he can advocate for you, if he's not comfortable doing that, okay, I'm not going to ask you to be in an uncomfortable situation, but what advice do you have for me about how to negotiate right. this? You know, he knows his mother probably better than 
you do. Um, mm-hmm. And so there may he may be able to give you some insight. Well, don't talk about it at this time or make sure mm-hmm. you don't say this or don't say that. So I'm just I'm I'm not, you know, thank you for providing that clarity, because I, I understand that those dynamics can be difficult to manage, too. Yeah. But just yeah. in the spirit of helping everybody to understand what's happening and how it's impacting you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if there is an opportunity for him to support, I would hope that he would want to. But absolutely, you know, absolutely. Let us know, girl. Keep us posted, La Cienega. I'm, Keep us I'm praying for you, and I think you know this is that business of adulting that's very hard and difficult and uncomfortable work. But when mm-hmm. we get on the other side of this difficult thing, you're going to be very proud of yourself. And this is an awesome example for your child. Yep. So you building this muscle um, of self-awareness and self-advocacy. And those are things that that the babies need to see their mothers doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Real talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we are praying for you, La Cienega. And um, keep us posted. Let us know if you do have a formal conversation and how it turns out. We're here to support you however you need. And uh, we're grateful that you wrote in and make sure you all keep sending your honesty box questions to hello at gettinggrown.co. Sure, you're right. All right. Shall we move into this self-care? Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance. Jewelry. Luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. I deserve All right, let's talk self-care. Yeah. Um... I've been working hard on being more intentional about that. One of the things mm-hmm. that I'm hoping to bring with me into 2024 is really going to bed at a reasonable hour. Oh my God. Yes, yes. We indeed. are on the same page. I yes. felt like one of the highlights of my break was that I uh wrapped up my nights and went to bed like a like a like a real adult person. I was very Mm -hmm. proud of myself about that. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things that I'm hoping to move uh, forward and take with me. Um, My self-care is that I am, you know, fallen victim. You know, Felicia said something the other day and it was just so true how like Instagram and Facebook ads is like QVC for our generation. Oh my God! Uh, it is the home shop. It is it is as seen on TV. Oh, you just it's be awful. buying up all this all this stuff that oh. you see. Um, but I I made a purchase recently that I'm actually am really uh, glad that I made because you guys know that I've been working really hard on sort of my training and mm-hmm. still working, uh, making you know. Th- the progress in this area is a little bit slower, but it's still working to sort of reframe my relationship with food and diet and really mm. thinking about 
sort of, um, you know, better understanding how, what, what fuel my body needs in order for me to do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I've been very frustrated because, you know, there's lots of conflicting information out there about what's best for your diet, low carb, no carb, uh, carb mm-hmm. cycling, this or that. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, ultimately all of this information is just highly relative and very hyper dependent upon your individual life and circumstances and your genetic makeup and what your body does. And so I have been doing a lot of guessing on this journey, um, talking to nutritionists and doctors, but really struggling and not feeling like I had any hard data for understanding what my body responds to and what it does not. So I bought one of those metabolic tracker things Mm. where you blow into, you know, you do a reading and, and it monitors your CO2 levels. To help you to understand when your body's burning fat, when your body's burning carbs, what are the things that you can do or should do to sort of keep yourself in a fat burning state? Mm -hmm. How do I need to eat before a workout? How do I need to eat after a workout? What are the kinds of things, things I need to be eating in the time of day I should be eating in order for my body to respond in the ways that I see fit? And it has really been a game changer. I've only been using it for about 10, 12 days now. But one of the things that I've been able to see the coming around full circle is just how much a good night's rest helps oh. my metabolism. Yeah. And I recognize that a lot of my weight gain is because I've been staying up all night. Mm-hmm. I it mean, literally. Your body has to, it, 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 it regenerates and does all the things while you're sleeping. Yes. And so like mm-hmm. literally seeing the difference in how my body burns fat or utilizes fuel when I have seven hours of sleep versus when I have five, like literally seeing the difference has been mm-hmm. a game changer for me. And so... I'm st- and, and and it helps me to sort of make better choices and have, um, you know, sort of more data to make more informed mm-hmm. choices throughout the day. Um, yes. And so that's a really long story. But I, I guess what I'm trying to say Love is that. my self-care is that I am still sort of cultivating the tools that will help me to better understand myself. Mm-hmm. And now that I feel like I have more information Uh, I'm able to sort of, you know, work with my body and not against it. Um, And so I'm excited and hopeful that now I'll be able to sort of see some more progress uh, when it comes to sort of reframing my relationship with my health and wellness. I love that. I um, We're on the same page yes. because you have been a great motivation, as I told you, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm getting myself on a good fitness uh, ritual. Love that. Um, and routine, just to, and a good bedtime routine um, as well. And I'm getting ready to do a, uh, not a sugar cleanse. Um, a detox. A detox. I'm getting ready to do a, a, a like a bl- good blood cleansing, plant based detox. Um, I got some tea, Marion. I got some some herbs nice. uh, that focus on cleaning out your blood 
and you know cleaning out your, your just your skin and your liver and all your things um, and detoxing your body and so they suggest that you eat plant-based with that because it helps to continue to eliminate all of that where it's harder to break down meat, meat. Mm-hmm. um and so i'm How going to do, do that uh i believe it's 10 days okay it's a two week two-ish weeks mm-hmm. um until the herbs run out, yeah. essentially. So you do five days of plant-based before you start the herbs okay. to get your body go- started in that cleansing mm-hmm. process. And then you start the herbs and you do them in stages, one, two, three. And like I said, I don't do diets. Have you I ever done do... a plant-based diet before, sister? No. Okay. <laughs> it's a first. <laughs> it's a first. No, I have not. Um, have I had a plant-based meal? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is going to be a journey because I know I know you to be many things. Chief among them, you are a carnivore, a carna <laughs> like a Tyrannosaurus Rex, okay, <laughs> a Velociraptor. Like a nigga loves meat, <laughs> and so it's going to be challenging. I love it. I can't wait. It's going to be good. This I got to focus on my health this yeah. year, and uh, it'll be an and exercise and discipline. You don't have to do it forever, but you just gonna give it a go. Start. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know, and and I and if I'm being completely, completely transparent, I don't discipline myself in much, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I will in certain ways. I try to practice being a good human being. Yes, you know what I'm saying. I try to eat balanced. You know, I try to do things to like, okay, girl, you got to keep going. <laughs> but I'm not really super intentional about. Uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so I used to work out quite often, actually, but I just lost it. And yeah. I don't be really feeling bad about it, if no. I'm being honest. No, no, no. I don't, <laughs> you know, I'm not sitting here like, oh, God, I've gained 50 pounds. <laughs> and, oh, I feel like a slob and blah, blah, no. blah. Like, I don't really discipline myself in a whole lot when it comes to food. Uh, I just try to be balanced yeah. with it. But it's there's nothing wrong with you know, challenging yourself a little bit from time to time. And it's been a long time since I did that. And I used to do it in ways that were not healthy. I used to do it with the Atkins Mm. diet and diets in general. I do it with the whatever the fuck. I did it with the with the cayenne pepper. Did you do the lemon cayenne pepper the dream? I sure did. I lasted three days. I never did that. I didn't (laughs) Oh I did. I never did that. And they lost me at the cayenne twenties. I was like, drink what? I'm not drinking this. I did the fucking B12 shots. Wow. Like before the girlies were doing Ozempic, they had the B12 shots. You went to the doctor and you got the needles and you stuck yourself in the fucking stomach or wherever your fat was. And, 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 you know, you took your B12, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever. I did all of that in my early 20s and then completely resolved after that to literally never <laughs> put myself under that same pressure again so that so now here we've gone a very long time where yeah. it's like i'm not challenging myself to shit yeah but no i am and it's not even a challenge for self it's just from time it's all right it's okay it's it just happens exercise. to be a challenge it's an, it's an exercise. exercise and you know to sort it's of an exercise that happens to also be a challenge yes very true mm-hmm. I'm excited. But it'll be good for me. So, and it'll just be good and get my energy up and jumpstarting some things. It's like, well, if your energy's going to be up, then why are you going to go back to meat? Because I fucking want to. But I'm going to take some time. <laughs> 
and do this for a little bit. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, for sure. We'll see what happens. But I I do want to be more diligent with making sure I move my body. Mm. You know, so I'm staying mobile. It's more about that, more about my health, making sure that I'm not hunched over and like hurting every step of the way. Because, you know, if there's some preventative things I can do, I I need to do them now. I'm reminded when I see the people who are my age who look like they could be my mama's age, I'm reminded. Yeah. Yeah. That, that we have got to be <laughs> diligent in our self-care. So I'm excited about this journey um, and, and excited about uh, sort of what lessons it will teach you. Yes. Uh, you let yes. me know how I can be supportive. I'm excited. I I'm, I think I'm going to hit up. I think I'm going to hit up Miss Maya. Mm, she will love and that. do some virtual training. She you know what I'm saying? She will love that. Um, now, girl, don't try to get me on no treadmill or no fucking elliptical. We know that because that's I'm not, not your thing. doing it. We know I'm not doing it. I'll go walk outside. <laughs> like I'm not doing it. I'm gonna go to the Pilates class. I told you. I'm gonna actively yes. start that. You know, get back into my stretches in the morning and at night, and just try to get myself together. I also am make, trying to practice not frowning as much. <laughs> you know, because I realize that's a problem. <laughs> And I was like, you're going to have a wrinkly ass forehead. I already can like, it wrinkles up. So I was like, so I have practiced. I had to put a mirror in front of myself and I watched a program and I had to look at myself and see how many times I scrunched my face up in disgust and judgment. And and I'm I'm like, okay. Because I feel like I'm usually over here like. No, I am, sister. I've been all the time. I'm like, oh, well, ah. so I am actively practicing, like trying. To, I'm like, okay, how can I get Botox dead face? Like, I need to make sure nothing affects me. I saw uh, you saw that Instagram post where it's like, you know, you don't realize, like, you know, all day long, I'm just trying to relax my shoulders. I I noticed that I too will sometimes oh, just be like, and take your tongue off the roof of your mouth. <laughs> You it's never like, realize it'd be up here. Yeah. Uh, my t- my shoulders be touching my ears. It's like, girl, relax, calm down. All of us walking around looking like Ed from Ninety Day Just Fiance. Upset. Just pissed. Just upset. I'm like, no, like calm these yeah, facial muscles down. down. And and just chill the fuck out. So that's what I'm trying to focus on. <laughs> yes. Another. I went to get a massage last week because you know I deserve. Yes. But mm-hmm. I will say, this is a brief aside, Mama Seuss, shout out to Mario, Mama Seuss. He was like, uh, you know, Mario. massaging my legs. And he was like, oh, you must have been wearing a lot of heels. And I was like, no, actually none, none at all. And then he kept, <laughs> he kept massaging. He was like, oh, you've been doing deadlifts. I was like, that's it. Mm. That is it. Oh, the muscle was muscly. That is <laughs> it. That is yes. it. So that made me feel good. Especially like, you know, we in the eight week challenge at the gym today and Maya's been on my ASS. I know she has. Okay. I know she, she has. She had me in there deadlifting the Cat Williams. You know, Cat Williams said he was 145 pounds. I was deadlifting 145 pounds today. <laughs> I could pick you up, Cat Williams. I was like, not me in here deadlifting Cat Williams. Okay. <laughs> I'm strong no, or whatever. I may not be. I'm pretty strong. I don't think I could do that yet, though. But I can run with him. I know Your you girl can. can run. You fast, know I can run. Fast, fast. I ain't ran in a minute, but I, I, I got the form down. It's natural. Period. So, 
we we we're we're gonna keep ourselves uh updated yes indeed you know kia's been keeping us updated and let me tell y'all something <laughs> dr kia went to the gym on the boat i did okay? not as much as I, I wanted to but i went three times there was a gym three on the boat times. i went to the gym on vacation did. celebrate did. me Meanwhile, I didn't even bring a pair of sneakers with me. <laughs> I thought about it for like two seconds. I said, you're going to put a little gym outfit in there and some sneakers. I was like, get real, Jade. Get real. <laughs> Be realistic, girl. But Kia, def- like at one point she left. Her. I was like, I'm going to the gym. Yeah. Or she'd come late and be like, I'll be there in an hour because I'm going to the yeah. gym. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. To you doing be- it. It was a motivation. <laughs> a motivation. Oh, Kelly Rowland. Oh, I just the don't want to be make. out here looking like Boosie. Me and Boosie was born the same year. And that, and every time you say it, I just always forget. But Boosie looks old as fuck. He looks and older he looks than my dry. father. He's giving casket sharp in his skin complexion. You know, I have it's a just, theory. I'm, I'm not going. fresh. I have a theory, but I feel like people. He smokes formaldehyde? Maybe. But I was going to say that people who are, you know how we say mind your business, moisturize your skin. I feel yeah. like sometimes people who are ugly inside that have bad character that are willfully mm-hmm. ignorant mm-hmm. and intentionally problematic and just incendiary. Yes. That's mm-hmm. why those are the ones, a lot of them in many cases, they be the ones that be looking like 40 miles of rough road. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And my mother mm. used to say when I was little, you live hard, you look hard. Mm. And mm. I just feel like that was, you know, this might be something to that. Though this is just, let that be your motivation to be decent, to be to be a good person so yeah. that the ugliness that is in your heart does not make manifest in your physical appearance. That is absolutely true mm-hmm. because they do all and there's all they're always a great looking all ugly and, and, and old and worn out. And listen, I know that I know the new kids, you know, because they're kind these days. They're like, you shouldn't call people ugly. No, some people are ugly. <laughs> Some people are ugly. I remember there was this girl. It's not nice. It's not. There was this girl, and uh, her name was Kellyanne. Ooh. I'll never forget. Like Conway? Yes, but she was black. Oh. And she was a so nasty to my sister. Just nasty to my sister, right? And she's also unfortunate looking. And so um, she's real, like, she just had a nasty spirit as well. She to the point. I remember one time she walked up to her at Target and she was like, "I thought you were a pregnant woman with kids from the back," and I was like, "Why would you say some first of all wrong, stupid ass shit like that?" So finally, I just told her one day, "You can't be ugly inside and fucking out. <laughs> like pick a side, bitch." And and it sounds like you need to be kind. It looks like you need to be kind. And, you know, since then, her and her mother hate me, but it is fine. You might have changed her life forever, though. She didn't forget what you said. No. No? No. And I hope she got kind on the inside. I hope so, too. I really do. I hope so, too. But it does manifest itself. She probably was uglier because she was ugly inside. I just feel like there's just one thing that I want us to prioritize 
and and take with us into 2024 is sort of practicing being good people. <coughs> like when Cat Williams said, "I want to be God's friend. I want I want God to be proud of me." Like I'm proud of the way you handled that situation, Takia. Mm -hmm. That is what would make me feel good as a person. Uh, and that's and I'm not yeah. perfect, and I don't get it right, and I have a long way to go. But I'm really working on that. I want. I want no. To be I see it on you. You. It's evident that you are doing, doing your your good work, and and trying to be the best me. version of yourself that you absolutely can. I, am. I, I can attest to that. I am. And I want us to go into 2024 just tapping into our humanity just a little bit more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Allow that to lead, and not your pride and your ego. And you're fucking whatever. Like, don't allow that to allow your humanity to lead. Yeah. So that you can get a clear lens on what this world really is. And maybe it might be better if people were a little bit more human. Hmm. That's what I want. I love that for us. Well, let's go get negative. Get on over to these petty peeps. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey, honey. Welcome back to the first Petty Peeves of the year. Yeah. We did not close the year out with Petty Peeves because we ended on such a beautiful note. We did. But we're coming back in with the chaos we're ready. and negativity. We're nothing but ready. And you know, people don't stop getting on your nerves because it's a new year. That's right. So... I ordered some pants um, from this brand, and um, I I I, re I forgot for a second I ordered them, and then when I remembered, I was like, "Oh, let me go check on the status of this order. This is taking longer than I thought it would." Mm -hmm. So I go check on it. It's January eighth when I go to check on it. It says it was delivered January third. Left in your mailbox. I said, "There's no fucking way," because. They the all these pants couldn't even fit in my mailbox. So that means most people leave the packages in front of our apartment doors. If they don't, they'll leave it downstairs oh, no. by the mailboxes, which most of the time my stuff is there. But like two or three times it has not been. Right. So I was like, I never got this package. So I, I hit the, co the company and I say, I just want to go check the status of my order because I realized it was taking a while. Uh, it says it was delivered January 3rd. However, I never received the package, which means it was most likely stolen. Mm -hmm. So if you could reship the items back to me, I would appreciate it. They hit me back and ask me. <clears throat> this is where my petty peeve comes in to ask my surround, ask my neighbors. If they happen to get the package. Um, and also check with my local post office. To see if the package was accidentally delivered there. You want me to do that with no slip. So I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> I write them back and I tell them I live in a building that has over 200 units. I will not be asking my neighbors if they saw this package. The only neighbor who has received my packages before always brings them to me. And I guarantee you she would have brought it to me in a five-day range now that I'm realizing on the 8th that I haven't yeah. received it. I was like, furthermore, I have at least seven local post offices <laughs> within a mile radius of my building. I will not be going to the post office to stand online and ask them if they have a random package <laughs> with no slip. Resend yeah. me the fucking pants. 
And they do. They 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 sent me the confirmation. They recent the pants. They say you're gonna have to sign. It needs a signature required. Fine by me, nigga. I'll sign for the pants so that I can get them. But I was irritated that the first uh, the first things they asked me to do were to go and inconvenience myself all over Sister, fucking Brooklyn. I got to one. figure out where I, these pants are before yes. they were willing to ship me three more pairs. Yeah. I said, "You mean to tell me I purchased three pairs of pants from you, and you're not gonna reship me my shit?" Yes. I ordered uh, something uh, to be sent. So like, okay, I ordered something before we went on the trip. Um, And I was thinking, you remember, I went straight to my mother's house right after we left. Right. And so I paid for expedited shipping mm-hmm. so that it would get to my mother's house. I actually paid for overnight shipping so that it would be there plenty of time before I got there. Mm-hmm. And so when I got to my mom's house, it had not been delivered and I checked the tracking and I showed that it was still processing. So it hadn't been shipped and I paid for overnight shipping. So, uh, I contacted them and was like, Mm -hmm. you know, here's my confirmation number. As you can see, I paid 40 some dollars for this thing Mm -hmm. to be sent overnight. Uh, and here it is six, seven, eight days (laughs) later and, and it still hasn't been shipped. And so, you know, uh, they contacted me back and apologized for the delay. And I said, well, now I'm no longer going to be at this address. So when you ship it, can you send it, ship it to this address? And I gave them Mm -hmm. my address and -hmm. they agreed, received it. They said that it would be noted for the record. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they sent it to my mama's house anyway. Of course they did. Yeah. So I contacted them again and, um, was like, so this is the deal. I paid for overnight shipping. It's now 15 days. Y'all send my package to the wrong place. And so they're like, okay. Um, you know, they were like, are you at this address? I said, no, I'm not at this address. I'm at the address that I gave you, which is why I asked you to change the address. <laughs> well, do you have any contact at the former address? And I'm like, what difference do it make? I'm telling you that I'm not at that address. And they was like, oh, so we were just thinking that we could send the label to the old address so that, you know, somebody there. I said, so you want you want somebody else to ship the package that I paid that I paid forty dollars for you to ship the next goddamn day. And they wrote back like, oh, I understand how much of an inconvenience that is. And and the and there was no resolution. They was just like, let me know what would be best. Like, this is what we can do. We can refund you the shipping. And I'm like, but I'm still not gonna get the package. You're gonna refund me the shipping. I want you to refund me my shipping and refund me my money because what I ordered, I don't have. Mm-mm. What if it was an Airbnb that you had to ship? That's to? what I'm saying. Like, You're not about to inconvenience like I, I, an 80 year old man to, to get up and I, go I, I now have to figure out how to get my package when I pay you 40 something dollars to send it to me. And then when you didn't send it, confirm with you where it should have been sent. And you confirmed that you got the new address and that you would note that in my order. Like you told me we'll make sure that this is changed. And you didn't. So what's the problem? So I still don't have my shit. 
And are you ever going to have it? I don't know. Cause I feel like at this point I'm like, you know, maybe I will just tell my mom, my mom told me that it, the package did come and I'll just, maybe I'll have her ship it to me and I'll just reimburse her. But I'm just like, this is, this is craziness. Mm-mm. Yeah, and I no, said that's never again. And the, Oh, and the people, when they sent me the confirmation email that they were finally, were going to resend it. They said, um, they sent, they said, here's the, the here, we're confirming the address we're sending it to. It was definitely California. It was not my address. Even though the lady originally responded with my, it had my address in there. It was like, this was it, where it was sent, correct? <laughs> California. California. Like, y'all are kidding. Y'all are kidding. <laughs> I don't know what y'all be doing in those call centers or wherever you be at. If you be playing with yourself or, you know, eating soup through your nose. I don't know what you're <laughs> fucking doing, but I need you to stop because I have another I have another petty peeve. What is it? On Saturday, I was minding my business in my own home and I got a text message from my bank saying that there was a suspicious charge on my account. And I checked it. And sure enough, my my not from my my business account card number had been compromised and one of y'all's cousins spent fifteen hundred dollars at Shein. <laughs> Sister. You can clothe a small country at Shein with fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. It was like, yeah, like, don't they stuff be like four and twelve dollars? I mean, it was like 15 transactions. The most expensive one was like five hundred and eight dollars. I'm like, who done bought out she in using my stuff? And what I don't understand and maybe because I don't scam, but. When you all put the shipping address in for where all of this stuff is going to be sent to, are you using a random location? I don't know. Or are you having, like, do you not think this can be tracked and traced? I don't know. Like, and I call my bank. I I dispute the charges. They're like, we're going to look into this. And I'm like, I'm sure that they're going to see that the billing address and the shipping address or my name and my information probably don't have anything to do with wherever this stuff was shipped. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And Mm-mm. I was just like, uh, so they went to Shein. There was charges at Walmart and Uber Eats. I said somebody had a Some weekend. Nigga got a hold of your car. Some, I said I don't know which one of y'all's cousins <laughs> got a hold of my stuff, but they had. I mean, they brought twenty twenty four in with a bank. How much did they spend at Walmart? It was like eighty some dollars. And they oh, spent, they didn't even buy it. Right. What y'all do? You went and bought ten packs of hot pockets. That's what I'm like, saying. What did you get? It was like eight some dollars, <laughs> and then it was like two Uber East charges. One was for like fifty nine dollars. The other one was for like eighty four dollars. I said, and child, they probably legs. went to the Texas Row House or some child. They know. went to the Texas Row, and then they ordered crab legs later on. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> but I was just like, you know, what can I say? I said, you know, I went ahead and locked the car. These things happened. But I was just like, if I got like, somebody... Dr. Takia, did you spend $173 at Chick-fil-A? I did not. I did not. I did not. And when I'm talking to the agent disputing the charges, she was like, yes, I see that you have never purchased anything from this retailer. I was like, never. 
<laughs> Never once have I. Not once. I don't see any record of you ever purchasing anything with this card from Shein. Oh my God. I said, no, man. That would be accurate. But I said, you know, this is how I'm saying, you know, poverty is a state of mind. <laughs> because yeah. had I got a hold of somebody's card information, free money, I'm not Shein is Shein. not where I'm going. Shein? Shein? No, nigga, I'm going to the Bloomingdale's. I'm gonna, I'm going. Listen, no shade. This is listen. I, hey, the girls in the fast fashion. I'm not above it. I'm not above it. I got plenty of things, you know, that I only plan to wear one time. But I mean, fifteen hundred dollars is a lot it's of money to for spend. The right. Well, first of all, fat yes, fast fashion is terrible for the environment, girls, girlies, whoever that applies to. Fair and. Um, so, you know, try to buy sustainable clothing. Uh, and also the shit don't be worth a damn. Like <laughs> the shit don't be worth a mother. I was just like, wow. I don't know who, like, listen, all I can do is say, I hope you got what you need, but Capital One going to have to give me my money back. Yeah, because that's not... <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That's These niggas went on a nigga spree. I mean, had a time. Well, that was the first episode of the year <laughs> of Getting Grown. Wow. Thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate your constant support. Thank you for sticking with us through the holidays while we were on our break. Love you all. patient. I hope you enjoyed the gumbo holiday episode. Yes. We picked those episodes for you all with intention and love, and we got good stuff coming for you sure for the rest of this year, um, including some merch y'all have been waiting patiently and we know it and you know listen this is not gonna disappoint you we got some new and exciting options available so we're excited to launch that Um, i don't even want to call it merch it's apparel it's it's (laughs) a good time you're not going to be disappointed Uh, the Um, colorways (laughs) all of it it's so good okay so keep your eyes uh, um, and ears uh, appealed for that announcement. Yes, keep it on the prize and sis, take them out and tell them what to do. Yeah, yeah. We're still doing the same thing around here. We're making sure that as we move forward into 2024, we are being intentional about keeping our minds moisturized by attending to the business that is hours and hours alone. We also want to make sure that you're moisturizing your insides and taking care of your body by drinking as much water as Mm -hmm. you can sustain. Okay, at least half your body weight in ounces, if not more. Okay. Mm, And finally, you want to moisturize your skin. Tell them why, sis. Because your black will look boozy Mm -hmm. if it's dry. (laughs) Okay. Wipe me down. Bye. (laughs) 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 Don't cut the boy dick off, man.
NetCredit is here to say yes because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30.